What's up, everybody? This is another episode of D-Lo Speaks. If you haven't already, could you go to my Twitter page and follow me at D-Lo Speaks? You can follow my personal page at Ask Me Sucker, S-U-C-K-A. And I want to thank y'all for tuning in. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of D-Lo Speaks. Before I start, I want y'all to go over to Twitter and follow my podcast page at D-Lo Speaks and follow my personal page at Ask Me Sucker. And you can put all those words together. Now, let's go ahead and jump right into what I want to talk about. Well, before I touch on those, um, well, before I touch on this topic, and get into what I want to say. I do want to say that this episode is going to be like a part one, part two type thing. So I do want to get my point across on this part one episode. And then part two, of course, something else is going to happen and I'm going to want to voice my opinion. So I'll do that. But I also want to get people on this episode to express how they felt about the situation or whatever topic. And then, you know, we go from there. So how that's going to work once I upload this um, episode and I publish it and, you know, get myself together, recollect my thoughts, regroup. I'm going to pick a day that I'm going to do the part two. And um, before I do the episode, I'll share the link um, with whoever I have this conversation with or, you know, whoever wants to be a part. And once we do that, then... um We'll do the episode, chop it up or whatever the case is, and publish it. Um, But if it's going to be more than one person, then you won't be on there too long. But, you know, I'll make sure that you get your point across. Um, But, yeah. So, just make sure that you have an Anchor account so that you could be a part of the episode. So, let's go ahead and get into it. Now, lately, or for the past couple of days, everybody have been in an outrage because of the situation that happened with George Floyd. And when I first heard about it, I knew that it was another racist um, situation. But I haven't seen the video. Everybody was talking about it, but I haven't seen the video. And by the time that I saw the video, I instantly got mad. And that's because... I'm tired of the stereotypes that black people have to face and it always results in being killed. So, think about it for a minute. George Floyd was arrested and not one time did he resist. But this man was arrested for using a counterfeit $20 bill in a store. So, why did it have to result in him being killed? Murdered. Everybody sitting there watching this man put his knee in his in George's neck. They're telling him that he can't breathe. George is on the ground telling him that he cannot breathe. And the man is like constantly putting pressure on his neck or shifting his body to make sure that he cannot move. Mind you, there's only part of his body showing outside of this car. So I'm already upset about that. I'm upset about him having his knee 
on his neck while the man is handcuffed. What exactly can he do while he's still handcuffed? Especially when he's not resisting. So now I have an issue with that. And then you have this other officer trying to block the bystanders from even moving. So in my mind, I'm like, okay, you know what's going on and you're not trying to stop this because you know that it's unjust. But you wanna you want to keep the bystanders from getting close because you know what's going on behind that car. Now, I don't know how long they've been partners or whatever the case is, but it just all felt like a fishy deal to me. So, of course, I'm mad. I'm a black male in America, and I have to deal with the stereotypes, or I have to deal with racism that may not be too bold, but it's obvious. So I'm upset. And I'm like, hmm, this is crazy. Like, then I'm as I'm watching the video, the guy, I'm guessing he was the store owner. And I know that my ears wasn't playing with me, but I know that that guy had to say that um, he questioned the bystander. And I can't think of the bystander name right now. But he questioned him and said, um, well, maybe he overdosed or something. Or maybe he's on drugs. Whatever he said. But it had nothing to do with anything. It was so unnecessary. And I need to go back and and watch that video to make sure that's what he said. Because I don't want to lie on nobody. But at the end of the day, the point is... So much white people have looked at this situation and felt like black people are in an uproar because a white person killed a black person. That's not the point. Black people are upset because white um, white people are constantly targeting black people and white officer. Let me put it this way. White officers are constantly targeting black people and it always results in a black person dying. And the minute black people notice this and they use the Black Lives Matter movement to push for justice, then here come the white people using the All Lives Matter. It ain't about All Lives Matter right now. It's about black people. We understand that All Lives Matter. But you cannot respect the All Lives Matter movement until you can respect the Black Lives Matter movement. You have to respect that first. Because when you bring All Lives Matter, you're undermining what the Black Lives Matter movement is. And that's because you don't want to give black people the power or even the push to make a change because you want to feel included. So let's get into it real quick. Everybody should know what the Black Lives Matter movement is about. And everybody should know that it's an international activist movement. Which is originated in the African American community. And it campaigns against violence and systematic racism. Toward black and brown people. That's what the movement is about. Why would we say hashtag all lives matter 
when there was a white man murdering a black man in front of us. Why would we use that hashtag? That hashtag is on the back burner. We don't even care about that right now. Because at the end of the day, over the years, there have been more white officers killing black people, men and women. So we're not worried about an all lives matter hashtag right now. So think about it. I was doing a couple of, you know, research, um, researches, trying to find different things before I did this episode. And I ran across a quote from Bobby Seale. And it said, you don't fight racism with racism. The best way to fight racism is with, um, solidarity. And, you know, I thought about it and I was like, yeah, this is true. And that, and I, the reason why this quote stuck out is because I felt like a lot of people during this, this moment right here, George Floyd's death it wasn't called for. So the people began to riot. Now, I have been seeing on social media that, you know, there were undercover cops starting the riots and the fires and the vandalism and different things like that. And, you know, nobody has come forth and said, well, no, it was the black people who did it. Of course, that's what the media is going to do because they want to make it, they want to make sure that black people will continue to have stereotypes and be um, racially profiled. So they're going to continue to do what they do to make sure that black people get the negative actions that they want them to have. So if you think about it, all of this was going on, and if these um, undercover cops were the one that um, started all of this, it's going to make the black people look bad. And, of course, you know they riot. They did what they did, and they um, they started looting. Now, going back to that quote, you have the white people out here rioting with the black people. The white people that are racist, they don't like that. They don't like that white people are standing up with the black people because they're tired as well. And I feel like personally that white people that aren't racist and that actually have a good heart and know that they want um, equality, I feel as though the white people that are racist are upset with them and... The ones that are not racist, they're upset with the ones that are racist because they're tired of being um, profiled or included in being called racist. They're tired of that. So that's why they're sticking up with the white, um, the black people in this ride um, while they're riding and doing everything else out here <laughs> because they want justice. So the racist people, they're upset with that. And me personally, I feel like if white people weren't looting or rioting or whatever they were doing alongside with the blacks because they want justice, there would have been a lot of black people dead right now. And that's just me. 
Others may feel the same way, but I personally feel like more black people would have been dead. And it's not fair. You have these officers out here, they're using um, rubber bullets and tear gas while these black people are rioting and white people are rioting. But you had white people just a couple of weeks ago protesting with assault rifles just because they wanted the quarantine lifted so they can get their little haircut. Are you kidding me right now? Why haven't they been tear gassed? You had them protesting out here, pushing up against the police officers with their shields. Not one time did they get tear gassed. So this is what I mean by privileged. White people are so privileged. And even if it's the white people that have a good heart and they understand that black people um, are racially profiled and, you know, they just want peace and all this other stuff, they still have privilege. And that's because of their skin color. Their skin color is going to make sure that they're privileged enough so that they don't get the same treatment as black people. Now, think about it. You had so much black people who died in America from simple stuff that they do. And it's not fair to us, but a white person can do the exact same thing and still be alive here today. Still be out here in jail, um, just doing whatever. So I ran across this tweet and it had different celebrities, you know, talking about um, different black people who got killed, you know, and basically the tweet was like 23 ways you could be killed if you are black in America. And I'm going to read some of the ones that um, stood out to me or that, um, that was kind of more familiar or, um, was like a widespread story and people remember it. Um, but I'm gonna just name some of the ones that I wrote down. Sandra Bland. And she got killed all because she failed to signal during a lane change. Like, come on, why would you kill her just for that? And I will never forget that she was already dead when they took that much um, mugshot picture. Like, America is off the chain right now, and I'm just so pissed. Like, it don't make no sense because at some point this has to stop. But that that moment right there with her was just that that was absurd. Like, it, it was crazy. Then you have Eric Garner. He was selling cigarettes outside of a corner store. They did not have to kill him neither, but they did. Had it been a white person, guess what? They would not be dead. They would still be here. You had um, Alton Sterling selling CDs outside of a supermarket. They did not have to kill him. It's like you don't selling CDs. Why would you kill somebody for selling CDs? 
And they always feel as though white people, well, white officers' actions are justified. They're not. You don't kill a black person for selling CDs. Do you know how much... Would you walk up to a white person who just happened to be an underground artist and he had CDs and he was handing them out? Would you kill them? Would you kill them for trying to sell their CDs or their music or whatever the case is? No, you wouldn't. Why? Because they white. And no, I'm not racist. But at the end of the day, the facts are facts. We know that black people and white people will always be held to a different standard. And that's because of their skin color. You have Trayvon Martin. He was wearing a hoodie. He had a pack of Skittles in Arizona. Zimmerman felt like he his life was just threatened. And he killed him. Zimmerman behind should have been locked up and charged life, a life sentence. No parole. But of course, he roaming free and doing dumb stuff after that situation. And it should have it should have been started. But if it started there after them not wanting to do what they were supposed to do, then maybe stuff would have been a little different. But you don't have no hope in the justice system because they don't do what they're supposed to do. Mario Woods walking away from the police. Laquan McDonald walking toward the police. And I watched that video with him last night. And if you look at that video, he was walking toward the police car. But he also walked away from the police car as if he was like walking toward the police car to go toward the sidewalk. And they shot him. But the one thing that threw me off about that whole video when I was watching it was the fact that the the um, the dash cam that they got, they got it from a car, another police car that was pulling up. And that police car was pulling up. But the way that it like kind of parked went to park Catacorner. It was like they was trying to turn before anything was to happen so that they could sweep whatever they can under the rug. And to me, I felt like they was just too late. And it happened. The, he got shot. And then the officer walked up to him and emptied the clip. 16 shots. And you think that's Okay. Like, that's not okay at all. And then they get the trial, and they lied about the whole situation. And then one of the ladies was like, oh, I didn't see the shooting. I was looking down to put my car in park. Who looks down to put their car in park? Nobody. Because you automatically know where the gears are. Like, stop stop being stupid. But again, those little white lies... You had um, Tamir Rice holding a fake gun in a park. Look at that video. He wasn't bothering nobody. He was there by himself. Why would the police pull up and shoot a 12-year-old boy? Again, racism. Sean Bell sitting in his car before a bachelor's party. 
That whole situation still don't make sense either. He going to enjoy the night before he gets married. And all because you have an undercover cop out there staking the place and you just assumed that he was a part of a drug trade or y'all just knew that drugs was being sold on that property or whatever the case is. So y'all jump out y'all car and empty the clips. Really? Another innocent black man killed or black person. Male or female, they don't discriminate when it comes down to being racist. But we gonna keep moving on. Renisha McBride calling for help after an accident. And that's another thing. When it comes down to these situations, they're going to make sure that they put everything that they feel as though could be painted negatively about a black person. Of course, they're going to put in the article that she was drunk and she was driving drunk, intoxicated, whatever the case is, and she wrecked into a parked car. Okay, you can make that as negative as you want it to be. And we're not going to sit here and be like, oh my gosh, that's right. Um, Why would you do this? Why would you do that? No. Of course, we know that you're not supposed to drive drunk. But at the end of the day, we don't understand the situation that took place that night. Maybe she was just trying to hurry up and get home. Maybe she just wanted to get home because she knows she was intoxicated and she didn't have no place to go. Or she didn't have no friends that was out with her that night. You just don't know the situation. At the end of the day, it does not make it right for that man to come to his door. And shoot this girl. And then lie about it and say that he felt threatened. How you felt threatened when she's unarmed? She's drunk, since that's what y'all want to put in the article. And she's asking for help. She asks you for help and you shoot her? But you saying you felt threatened? Again, racist. The Charleston shooting. Everybody knew about what took place in Charleston. And everybody, like, that threw everybody for a loop because it was like, what? Whoa, that's hitting close to home. And my hometown is like an hour and a half away from Charleston. So when I heard about it, like, that was the only thing that I heard about for a good two weeks, maybe about a whole month, because it it was just... Stuff like that you don't want to hear about. And at a point in time, it it made a lot of black people kind of uneasy about going to church. For that simple reason, because white people always feel the need that they have to go shoot up a place that holds a lot of people. Why? I don't get it. But another racist moment. Dylan Roof did what he did. And at the end of the day... It shows how privileged he is because after he did what he did and they sat there for that shootout that whole all them hours, they decided to take him to go get something to eat. Privileged. They would never do that to a black man. If anything, if a black man went into a church to kill up a bunch of white people, guess what? They was going to make sure he been dead before he came back outside through them doors. But that's what I mean when I say racism is still alive in America and white people are privileged. Let's move on. John Crawford III, holding an unloaded gun in Walmart. And that was, I watched that video and I was pissed because 
He wasn't bothering nobody. Nobody was around him. You got these people in the store calling the police, talking about he walking around pointing a gun at people. But when they went back during the trial or whenever it was, and they looked back at the cameras, they noticed that he wasn't pointing a gun at nobody. And that the aisle that he was on, I think it was down the pet aisle, like where they sell pet food or whatever. But nobody was on that aisle, and he was just swinging the gun beside him on his side and the nose of the gun was like swinging toward the the shelf nobody was there and they automatically came back there and just start shooting and you can see he was trying to run to get away and they killed him but racism is just it's just crazy to me and all of these white people being in front of this building with these assault rifles just because they wanted a haircut and they was tired of being quarantined and these officers didn't budge not one time to shoot them or even tear gas them or make them leave that's crazy to me but these black people and white people out here rioting and just because black people is in the midst y'all want to tear gas and shoot with rubber bullets and then now you got black people out here well I don't see the point in burning stuff or tearing down your community for justice. It's not about that. But if you have white people out here who is starting this this fire and all this other stuff, then don't put that on the black people just because they involved. They they did that to make a statement. And they made their statement because they wanted justice. And I still feel as though justice is not served because they wanted to charge this man with third degree manslaughter. No. Give us first degree. This man needs to be locked away because he had so many complaints prior to murdering George Floyd. This man is a racist. And that officer need to go. The other two officers that was on George's back and leg from that picture I saw, they need to go as well is the one that was trying to keep the the bystanders from getting closer to that car. They need to go. All of them need to be locked up and all of them need to serve time, whether it was um, accessory to the crime or whatever they want to charge them with. They need to make sure that they are locked away for life. One apple will spoil the whole bunch. Take them all away. All four of them. Because this is ridiculous. This is getting out of hand. And it's time that black people. And when I say this, I want y'all to hit me closely. Black people, when they, when anything happened within our culture. And we use the Black Lives Matter um, hashtag. The same momentum and the same energy that we put behind voicing our opinion about these things, we need to continue to push it. We need to continue to speak up about it and make sure that even if we get justice, that we plant our statement and make it loud. Like We need to make sure that this statement reaches everybody and that the movement stamps itself and becomes stronger because when you when you get a situation like this 
and then they charge the person or whatever they do um, to silence you, then you get comfortable because you feel as though, well, hey, it's done now. No, it's not done. We still got more work to do. And I'm not going to say that I'm an activist because I'm not. But at the end of the day, I'm, I'm a person who's all about fairness. And I prefer for black people to continue to push this movement. All of the people that are activists and, you know, they write and they do different things to make sure that, um, that black people get the justice that they need or that black people voice stands out and that they are heard. I want y'all to continue pushing this, continue the momentum. And I'm going to do my part by continuing to speak on my platform to make sure that people understand and hear what I have to say. And if it spreads, it spreads. I want it to spread. I want people to feel the frustration that I feel or that other people feel because these white officers who are racist are out here targeting black people just to make sure that they depopulate the black community. You got black people out here who do certain things and at the snap of a finger, these police officers take their life. But you had Dylan Roof out here killing a group of people in the church. And they it's like they pacified him or cuddled with him to make sure that he was he was comfortable with going to jail. They went and got him something to eat. They made sure, you know, he was comfortable. They didn't abuse him or rough him up or anything. But with the black people, the minute they do something, they snatching their arm to put it in handcuffs, throwing them to the ground, punching them in the face, putting their knees in necks, putting their knees in backs. And it's just like, it's horrible. And then think about it too. You have so many white people out here who, who has done things that they shouldn't have, but the officers don't really do much to them. Just last week, I saw a video on Instagram of this white woman. She was recording, filming the police officers. I don't know what happened before she started recording, but as I kept listening to the video, she made a comment that the officers were um, questioning, I guess, her her um health condition I don't know how it went but she made a comment that the officer wanted to see whether she was okay just because she was bipolar or something like that so she felt like they was looking at her differently so she calling them out their names um bringing up their badge number saying different things that you wouldn't normally say to an officer or to anybody because of how rude the words are but she was doing all of this for like a good let's say maybe 10 minutes within that video but the video was like it was kind of long it was lengthy um but you know she's doing all of this and all the officers is doing is just looking at her and asking her questions you know trying to um kind of like get her to shut up because they felt like what she was doing was just out of the ordinary but not one time did they rough handle her not one time did they tell her to put her hands on the car or get on her knees or drew their weapons to point at her and tell her 
to do certain things. They didn't do none of that. She banging on the police cars, wouldn't move when they tried to drive off. She doing all of this crazy stuff. And not one time was she killed, murdered, abused, whatever the case is. They finally decided to arrest her at the end of the video just because she wouldn't move out the front of the cop car. But when she first started recording, she wouldn't move out of the front of the um, cop car. And y'all wait for a good 20 minutes to pass before y'all decide to arrest her. But if it was a black person, they would have been murdered two minutes because they would have, they was resisting arrest or they wasn't um, cooperating as you was giving orders. That's what y'all want us to believe. But we will never believe that. I believe it was like earlier this week or maybe last week, I saw another white lady, a police officer pulled her over. And he wanted to see her ID. I can't remember what the issue was, but whatever it was, she, the white lady felt like it was just crazy that the officer pulled her over and he, she felt like he was picking. So she decides to drive off on him. He gave her about maybe two or three warnings before that. And he, he told her he wasn't going to take her to jail, but now he was going to take her to jail. She pulled off on him. Then finally, when he caught back up with her, she got out the car. You know, they running. He running behind her. Then he tased her. Then she felt like he did her wrong and she wanted to apologize. Even though he still said that, you know, you're going to jail. But think about it. If that was a black person and they didn't cooperate when he asked them to show him identification or whatever the case is, and he drove off and that police officer chased after him, guess what would have happened? He would have drew that gun. And when that black man would have got out of that truck and ran, he would have shot him. And guess what he would have said? My life was threatened. People got to understand this. I understand that there's white people out there who have a good heart and they feel as though all lives matter. That's cool and all. But at the end of the day, black lives matter before this all lives matter movement came. And y'all, it was only created because people wanted to feel included. You can't include everybody when you don't even include black people from the jump. So until you can include black people and respect their presence within America, then we're not going to think about that hashtag not one bit. We're going to focus on the Black Lives Matter movement and we're going to make sure that this this movement is heard and respected before we try to connect any other movement. So I get that, you know, there's some white people out here with good hearts, but at the end of the day, if you know that you don't fit in the number of being racist, then separate yourself from that. Don't include yourself in conversations and then say something that contradicts what you're against. And, you know, I just, going back to the whole riot thing about um, George Floyd, you know, I hate that they're trying to make this riot thing a black thing when it's not. It's black people and white people together rioting. So... I feel as though this question is being um, asked more because there are a lot of black people that the media is showing a majority of that's doing the writing. But you have black and white in the midst. And I felt like it would have been more dead bodies. But why do they feel as though 
you have to put these articles or different things out here to make black people look bad. I don't like that. And why every single time a black person is being handcuffed or targeted, they always got to ask the question, are you on something? Or they got to assume that you're on something. Uh, White people be on something all the time. You have people who are addicts. And believe it or not, and I'm pretty sure statistics say, and I don't even follow statistics because it's just common knowledge, but I'm pretty sure white people are more of an addict than black people. But why do you always have to assume that a black person is on something just to justify the dumb stuff that you do to black people? I don't get it. But yes, I'm frustrated and I'm tired. I'm sick of all of the stuff that is going on in America right now. And I've had moments where I've um, been, I guess, a victim of racism. But to be honest, it wasn't as bad to the extent of racism that other people feel. So... That type stuff don't even bother me or it didn't bother me then and it still don't bother me now because at the end of the day, I'm the type of person I'm going to speak up in that moment, especially if I feel like you disrespecting me. So I handled it like I was supposed to and it was it was just a little petty situation, but you knew that it was because I was black and or, you know, maybe because I was black and they... Uh, I wouldn't say maybe intimidated, but they, they, they was threatened by, I guess my passion within what I wanted to do or what I love to do. And that was cooking. And I went to school to be a chef and I graduated in 2015 with an associates in, um, culinary arts. Well, that was the minor, but, um, the major was health science. But yeah, you know, I just felt like maybe they were intimidated or threatened by the the good responses that I was getting. So that just kind of pushed them to the side, maybe to probably think that I just thought I was better than the next person. No, I'm a humble person. So I don't care about being better than the next person because really I'm the type of person that I want to see good in you too. So all of that, whatever was going through their mind, at that point in time, that was that's just their personal feeling. I didn't care. But don't don't try to use my skin color as a reason to why you don't want to help me when it comes down to certain stuff. And I felt like at that point in time, they were being racist. But they didn't make it it was obvious, but they didn't try to like be more bold with it. Because had they been bold with it, it probably could have went different. But I said what I said during that time, and that was it. And eventually, they came around when the program was almost over. But then, you know, of course, I'm the type of person, I don't forget nothing. I might forgive you, but I don't forget. And I know how to be cordial. So that's what I did. 
But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you have to step away. Being a black person, you have to step away from the ones who want to be racist. And that's because you don't want to um, destroy your peace just because somebody else is miserable. So, you know, that's just something that I do. Others may do differently, but, you know, I'm, I'm not a racist person, but I also know racism and see, um, no racism when I see it. So at the end of the day, everything that I said in my statements, I know that it's not directed to every white person, but the white people who are racist, this is for you. And if you feel offended by it, that's not my problem. But at some point in time, America just needs to wake up and respect the position and places of a black person more. And the justice system needs to do better and treat everybody fairly because black people should not have to deal with the things that they go through just because of our skin color. And again... Before all of this settles, black people need to continue to build the momentum that they have now to make sure that the Black Lives Matter movement is well respected and make sure that people understand what the movement is about and how far y'all want to push it. So that we will always be on top of situations when we're looking for justice. So, this is part one of all of the racism situations that's going on. Again, I will be doing part two. I'll figure out a date and I'll see who would all like to be a a guest on the episode and express how they felt or, you know, just talk about the situation and we'll go from there follow my podcast page on twitter at dlo speaks and follow my personal page on twitter at ask me sucker and i want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of dlo speaks